This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We'll check in with Charles Barkley. I don't know if his opinion has changed from November 25th when we talked about the possibility of James Harden being successful if traded to the Nets. I think to uh, quote Charles Barkley, hell no. So we'll talk to Charles uh Joining us uh, here in a moment, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. The other big news, aside from Harden changing teams going to Brooklyn, is Urban Meyer is set to become the next head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's uh, one of three coaches in college football history to win at least 85% of his games. Newt Rockney. Newt Rockney won 88% of his games at Notre Dame. Frank Leahy won 86% of his games at Boston College in Notre Dame. And then Urban Meyer. He's been at four schools. He's won 85% of his games. Nick Saban, in case you're wondering, 79% of his games. Dabo Sweeney, 80% of his games. Three coaches have won both a college national championship and a Super Bowl. Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer, and Pete Carroll. Now you can give... Jimmy Johnson, a lot of credit for the Barry Switzer Super Bowl that he won in Dallas because Barry came in and took over for Jimmy when Jimmy uh, left. Uh, and then Pete Carroll. So Urban Meyer, the question is, what kind of GM are you going to hire? And he's going to need that experienced GM. Not that he wouldn't hire an experienced GM, but you're going to need somebody who knows the landscape here, who's done this before. And I started to look at the roster with Jacksonville. Uh, they've got some playmakers there. 
Uh, you know, I think uh, Robinson was a find at running back McLovin, wouldn't you say? He's uh, great, and I still am not quite sure where he came from. Uh, is he an Illinois State guy? Redbird, yeah. Yeah. They've got a couple of uh, wide receivers. That, uh, Lavishka. DJ Chark. Yeah. But they've got the, um, don't they have Allen? Don't they have the uh, pass rusher? But they won one game. I, I know. I'm just saying it's not just Trevor Lawrence that he does have some people there. Now, they got rid of Jalen Ramsey and Yannick Ngakwe, but they have a lot of cap room there. I'm just curious what, what Urban is walking into. It's not just, hey, you're going to have Trevor Lawrence, and that's it. Are you going to have any anybody else here? And uh, and it looks like they will. Don't they have uh, Robinson, uh, Cam Robinson? Is that the uh, tackle? Off, uh, yeah, yeah, the tackle. So you got your, your left tackle there. So I don't know. Just uh, take an inventory here, McLovin. Don't yell at me. We had a conversation on this side of the glass. What is an Urban Meyer quarterback? Because he seemed to do really well when he had a Tebow or a Braxton Miller or a JT Barrett. And I know he had Alex Smith, but he didn't like really have like traditional NFL quarterbacks. I mean, he had a few, but generally he, he did well with the underdog kind of guy. I think Trevor is a run-pass option guy. Now, that doesn't fit in with J.T. Barrett, but it it's more than Dwayne Haskins. Or it's closer to Alex Smith, for example. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But you got James Robinson. You got D.J. Clark. Um, who else? Cam Robinson. Josh Allen, uh, an edge rusher. So you, you at least have something there, McLovin. That's it. Don't give me the scrunchy face. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you just... Those players, if you're a casual NFL fan, is there a single player there you've heard? Of? Yeah, you've heard of Josh Allen, but you think he's a quarterback in Buffalo. Well, yeah, but I'm not here to say, boy, uh, you should know who these players are. If you don't know who these players are, then you probably will know who these players are. They they played well. It's just nobody watched Jacksonville. Like those players did stand out as being respectful. Right. NFL players who could develop into something. The Jets have a few of them too, right? The other bad team. Makai Becton seemed to be exciting. If they don't have the number one pick, does Urban Meyer take this job? That's what I hope somebody asks later today when they introduce Urban Meyer. Just say, Urban, how important was having the number one overall pick? Better yet, I would say, would you have taken this job, coach, if you didn't have the number one overall pick? He's going to dodge it, but that's what I would do. And, and it's a close-ended question where it's either yes or no. He's going to say yes, and then he'll expound upon that. But uh, I don't think you take that job if you don't have the number one overall pick. I, I just don't. I think Trevor Lawrence is the reason why Urban Meyer's taking this job. Now, there's other things that go with it. He's going to make $10 million a year. Uh, he'll have a say in the roster. And they got some pieces there, not as much pressure. There's there's less media coverage in Jacksonville than there was at Ohio State. Yes, McLovin. By the way, side topic that might interest Charles, too. I'm reading three articles a day saying nobody wants to fill that for Eagles job because it's a bad spot to be right now. You know, saying that that's a job that coaches should not want. I've been telling you the last couple of days. I know, and I think people are listening to you and borrowing your ideas. Let me bring in Charles Barkley, TNT inside the NBA analyst. And uh, last time I talked to you about this topic with James Harden, that was November 25th, and you didn't think it could work. Change your opinion? Not at all. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, – I thought they bought him in because they wasn't sure what was going to happen with Kyrie. They bought him in as an insurance policy. 
Uh, and now I think it's going to be fascinating watching those three guys play together if they all play together. I mean, I, we have no idea what's going on with Kyrie. Uh, but, no, I don't think it's going to work at all because those other guys don't bring in a diversity to to the table. Uh, those other two guys, they are offensive players. They don't play defense. They don't rebound. So there's only one basketball. I, I think it's got zero chance of working. But you also, and you know this, where it feels like KD could get 30 on 16 shots. You know, he, he would find a way, get to the line, and he can be economical. The other guys are volume shooters. Certainly Harden is. And then I just wonder, what kind of offense do you run when you have three alphas like that? Well, I think that's why I don't think it's going to work. I think it's really going to be like they're just going to take turns, and I don't think that's going to work. Because, like I say, other than KD, the other two guys, they're not going to like when KD went to Golden State, he's like, okay, I'll play defense and I'll rebound the ball. I don't see Kyrie and James doing that. I think when KD got the ball, they're just going to be standing around. Uh, and so uh, I don't think, like I say, listen, uh, I don't think it's going to work at all. It's going to be fun watching uh, because how, seeing how James and Kyrie handled the New York media, to me, is going to be like the most fascinating part of this whole thing. But if, the, if we know this, the Nets have to know this, then how is this going to work? So what are they thinking that why is this going to work in their minds and we have, you know, a big question mark attached to it? Well, because I think it's what KD wanted to do. I mean, KD wanted Kyrie, and now I think he realized it now, like, yeah, this is not going to work. I better bring James in here as an insurance policy. That That's what I think happened. But clearly, KD is running the organization. Uh, so I think this was about what he wanted. What do you think Steve Nash is thinking today? I'm going to get the blame if this thing <laughs> don't work. They're going to kill me, like, you know, and I really think they put Steve in a really awkward position because Steve Nash is a hell of obviously was a great player and he's a great guy. But you, you got you got one guy comes out and says, hey, we don't need a coach. Yeah. And now you bring in James, who clearly shows up when he wants to. Uh, so I think it really puts Steve between a rock and a hard place. Uh, because, listen, if they have to get rid of somebody – it's going to be Steve Nash, <laughs> but it's not going to be James um, James or KD. But you think, I think – I think Kyrie is the wild card in this whole thing, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Do you think that they're ready to move on from Kyrie? Because I don't know what – everybody's kind of casual about where Kyrie is and what he's doing. I don't know if he wants to play. And it doesn't sound like he's really that interested in coming back anytime soon. Well, I think this is the reason they made the trade. I think the, the Nets have lost faith in Kyrie. They're like, and, and I actually, I think Kevin has lost, like, no, nah, I better bring James in here. Because, listen, even without Kyrie, James and KD together is pretty formidable. I mean, they're going to be just as good uh, with or without Kyrie. Mm. So I think KD's like, yo, man, I can't trust this dude. He shows up when he wants to. He's going to do his own thing. I've got to bring James in. That's an hey, and listen, let's be something, something straight. This is probably the greatest insurance policy we ever seen in the NBA. <laughs> How do you feel if you're Ben Simmons today? 
Well, I think he can relax now and realize that the Sixers, this is his team and Joel's team. We got no idea who the best team in the Eastern Conference is. And uh, he's got to, like, you see, Ben and Joel got to come to the understanding that, hey, you know what? We ran our other coach out of town. He took the, he took the sword, sword for us. Now we got Doc. It's time for us to start doing our job. We're in our prime right now. So I think him and Joel got to take a look in the mirror and say, hey, listen, we let him blame Brett Brown. Whether it was true or not, we let them blame him. But now we got Doc. We've got to get our, our stuff together. You think LeBron and AD are concerned about what the Nets just did? No. I mean, they're still the best uh, duo. Listen, there's nobody right now, if you get any fool or jackass on your show today, we're all guessing about the Nets. Ain't nobody going to get on here and tell you they are the NBA favorites right now. If they do that, they don't know anything about basketball. I mean, we got – I got to be honest with you, Dan. I said this when you said this a few months ago. I would love to be a fly on the wall because <laughs> I, I pray that they got James Harden because I want to see this social experiment, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fascinating. And it's in New York City. Do you think the commissioner likes this deal? No, I, I think that he don't uh, – first of all, Adam's amazing, but I don't think he wants players running the league. Uh, because, cause, because, listen, let's get one thing. The commissioner always works for the owners. So I don't think – I mean, and there's only like three or four players who have this type of power. But – what they don't understand is when you lose your superstars, you ruin franchises. There used to be a great, you know, people say, well, some the team won the championship. Yeah, but there were still great players in other cities. And now we're making so many cities irrelevant. And listen, let's, I know one thing. I cannot wait for this, the collective bargaining agreement when these owners slap these boys back. It's going to be very fascinating because everybody's like, well, the players got all this power. Yeah, but they don't have all that money. And the, and the four or five players who are great, they're going to get all the they, – they're going to get all their money. But these guys underneath, they're going to be hurting in a few years. What do you think LeBron would be worth if there was no salary cap? Well, I've always thought that was a stupid argument. Uh, uh, Dan, everybody's making money. Listen, if we just going to pay the superstars, we'd only be paying like three three or four players, and everybody else would be making a million dollars. Let's say hypothetically LeBron would work six or seven million, and I'm going to pay everybody else. At least now we got five. Think about it. There's three guys on the Nets going to be making $40 million. <laughs> And probably only one of them deserve to be making $40 million. <laughs> and think about it. There's a bunch of guys on the Lakers who make 6 to 10 to $15 million. They only got to pay AD and LeBron. So it, I hear guys talk about if there was no salary cap. The salary cap worked for the other players, not the great players. And let's don't act like the great players aren't getting compensated. 
James Harden makes $41 million a year. He's good. <laughs> Same thing with Katie and Kyrie. They both make $40 million a year. But if, if we just going to pay – listen, Anthony Davis, LeBron, KD, Steph, those guys to probably deserve to be paid whatever they can be paid. But then we wouldn't be able to pay anybody else. Because you, you're not going to pay all the other guys – 30, 40 million dollars. You only need those stars. John Wall makes $40 million a year. That's my point, Dan. <laughs> and John Wall's a good player. John Wall's a good player. I don't want to disparage him. He's a good player. But I hate these guys when I get on they get on TV and say, well, if we had the free market, well, we can pay LeBron, but wait, okay. Uh, if I'm gonna pay LeBron a hundred million. <laughs> Everybody else on the team is going to make a million. <laughs> uh, what's the most you ever made in your career? $5 million. Felt pretty rich, and, didn't you? You know, Dan, I never hate on these young guys for making money because I made more money than Dr. J and Wilt Chamberlain and, they were, and Bill Russell, and they were clearly much, much better players than me. But, hey, it's a, it's a, it is what it is. I wish all these guys great success, and I hope they save their money. That's the most important thing. But you can't ever worry about – because of inflation, every generation – well, well i tell you what's going to be interesting when the COVID tax become due. Because not just in basketball, there's going to be ramifications in every sport. Because the, the COVID thing is real, and I think in the next – three or four years, that COVID tax is going to come due. And it's probably going to be what you said earlier. They're going to like, hey, you other guys are bombs. I'm going to pay LeBron. I'm going to pay AD. The rest of you guys are going to take the minimum. And I think not just in basketball, though. I think it's going to happen like that in every sport. Because these owners, they didn't buy these teams to lose money. Happy New Year. Good to see you. Hey, Dan, it's good to see you guys, man. I hope everybody's safe and healthy. Uh, this COVID thing, man, it's been crazy. And um, You look good. You look like you lost some weight. I'm getting in shape, Dan. Uh, I, I promise that's my New Year's resolution, uh, to get my fat behind. I'm tired of being fat. It doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. So that's my New Year's resolution. What do you uh, weigh? I'm what do you weigh now? I'm listen. I'm tired of wearing all black clothes. <laughs> I want to wear some. I want to wear some lighter colors this year. That's my goal. I want to go in my other closet. It's not all black. Uh, what do you weigh now? Uh three thirty. What's the most you weighed? Three fifty. What's Shaq weigh? Oh, he be on, he, if he get on the scale, it's gonna be say it's gonna say one person at a time, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, is he is Shaq is Shaq four spins? Is what does he weigh four hundred? Oh yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> oh my God, hell yeah! But you know what the thing about it. Shaq ain't fat. He's just the biggest human being I've ever been around in my life. I mean, he, he you know, you've been around Shaq. Shaq ain't never going to be fat. He just, just, he's just humongous. 
how did you compete with that? You're six four and a half or whatever, and and you competed with that, man. I, I it just well, listen. Uh, and me and Kevin Muscale um, said this many times. He was saying that the first time he saw Shaq, he was standing beside Robert Paris. He says, "Yeah, it's about time for us to fit fin to get out of the league." <laughs> Kevin McHale tells that story all the time. He says the first time he saw Shaquille in person, he says he was Robert Paris says, "Chief, it's time for us to get him to look for another profession because these kids are too big now." But you see, Steve Nash be an MVP with his size, Steph Curry. Like, that's what's amazing to us when we see this and see how big guys are, fast, strong. Yeah, but yeah, but listen, I, I, I didn't play against Will Chamberlain, but other than Shaquille and I guess Will Chamberlain, those were the only two guys who were bigger, stronger than everybody else. I mean, listen, I played against guys who were seven feet tall, but they didn't have Shaquille's athletic ability and things like that. You know, uh, Mark Eden was a hell of a player. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of uh, Motombo. But those guys, you that's like night and day when you talk about athletic ability. Mark <laughs> Eden was a hell of a shot blocker, so was Motombo. But the, the, if those guys were to get in a foot race or a jumping contest <laughs> with Shaq, it would be a no-brainer. I mean, that guy – that guy was the most dominating, physically imposing guy I've ever played against and seen in my life. Uh, but like I say, when you play against another seven-footer, like when I played against Mikhail, who was seven feet, or Parrish, those guys were big, but they had they didn't have the most amazing athletic ability. I, You know, just to see Shaq out there, I remember when he was in Orlando and he's like leading the fast break. You know, he just, oh. he so desperately wanted to be a point guard at times and just be out there and running, running the three-on-two break. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, to be, to be that big and that fast is just crazy, Dan. <laughs> I mean, it, it really was. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's great to talk to you as always. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we hope to see you soon. Yes, sir, my brother. Be safe. That's Thank Charles you guys Barkley. For having me. TNT inside the NBA analyst. Got too many black clothes there. The Shaq line is that's that's a great line. One one person at a time here. <laughs> there are like Sean Bradley was seven six, so you notice the height, but he weighed two twenty five. Mark Eaton was. Yao Ming is is right there is the biggest guy I've ever seen. But Shaq is just different. There, there's just nothing. And you're not prepared for it because you go, boy, Shaq is big. And then when you, if you see the Grand Canyon and you see pictures and then you go to the Grand Canyon, that's like Shaq where you go, <laughs> man, the Grand Canyon is big. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, wow, the Grand Canyon is big. And then you see Shaq. See him on TV. Man, he's big. And then you see him in person, you go, no, he's really big. All right, 22 after the hour. Nick Wright always has an opinion on loan from uh, First Things First on Fox Sports. He'll join us coming up here. Uh, the Steelers have fired their offensive coordinator, Randy Fitchner. And uh, Tom Pelissero is reporting this. His contract won't be renewed. I don't know if this is the start of... What's our offense going to look like if Ben doesn't come back and you have a new offensive coordinator? So, 
Uh, we'll take a break here. 22 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Built Bar should be arriving today, I'm assuming, since I asked for this on Monday, and here we are on Thursday, and I don't have a shipment of Built Bar. Try and get you a tracking number? That'd be nice <laughs> if you can get the tracking number for Built Bar because, you know, I'm healthy. I'm lean. I'm ready to go. And uh, what I love about Built Bar, well, there's a lot of things. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. And, uh, and I asked the guy that I work out with, and I uh, sent it to Joe, the trainer, and I said, uh, hey, just look at this and tell me what you think. And then he sent back thumbs up, the emoji thumbs up with uh, Built Bar. Because, I, because they taste too good. And I go, oh, it, it can't be this good. Uh, and normally you get something that, that's supposed to be good for you. It tastes like cardboard. That's not the case here. 18 great flavors. BuiltBar.com, promo code DP. Get 20% off your first order. Promo code DP, 20% off. Why not eat something that's good for you that actually tastes good? Built Bar. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. It's rare when a player leads the league in scoring and then is traded the following season. Tracy McGrady, that happened to him when he led the league in scoring in Orlando and then went to Houston. Bob McAdoo did it with the uh, underrated Buffalo Braves back in the mid-70s. Then he went to the Knicks. Will did it and uh, George Yardley. You couldn't stop George Yardley. You could only hope to contain him back in 1957. All right, we'll get to more phone calls coming up. That line from Barkley about Shaq is... That is great. That is quintessential Barkley there, where I say to, you know, how does Shaq weigh 400 pounds? You go, oh, yeah, he weighs 400 pounds. And then uh, if he got on the scale and it'd be like, hey, only one one per person here. The fact that if uh, Shaq got on there and what the scale would say back to him. He's Nick Wright, the uh, co-host, but in his mind, he's basically the host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1 and the former Houston sports radio host, Patrick Mahomes apologist, and maybe James Harden apologist, and uh, wanted to check in with Nick Wright, who joins us now. Good morning, Nick. What on earth does Patrick Mahomes ever have to apologize for? Nothing. Making everyone feel bad because he's too good? (laughs) Like, what? I don't understand. Oh, I know. You got Kansas City beating who in the Super Bowl? Green Bay. Okay. It's very chalky. It'll be the – hey, question for you. Okay. Would Rodgers-Mahomes be the greatest quarterback matchup in the Super Bowl ever? We've had Montana Elway. We had Bradshaw Stallback a couple times. We had Breeze Manning. Would this go to the top of that list? What say you, Dan Patrick? Is the matchup this weekend in New Orleans better than that matchup, even though it's not in the Super Bowl? Historically, Breeze and Brady. Well, that's very interesting. If they were both at their apex, yes. But Breeze and Brady, yeah, because you would have the greatest ever and then Breeze, who is somewhere from five to nine. So, yes, I would say so. But because Brady – and listen, Brady the last five weeks has made me look like a total moron. So he's been very, very good. But obviously he's not as great as he once was. And I don't think Breeze is close to as great as he once was. It seems like Rodgers somehow – has reclaimed his peak, and Mahomes just keeps ascending and ascending. So I just think it's kind of where they're at on the mountaintop, so to speak. 
the most pressure on which player this weekend? They're going into the those left in the postseason. The most pressure is on which player? I do think there's a lot of pressure on Mahomes because they are the huge. You're a double-digit favorite against the Browns, and so I think a loss would be somewhat of an indictment on the way they played at the end of the year. I think that they put it in cruise control once they essentially locked up the one seed. So aside from Mahomes, I think there is massive pressure on Rodgers because I understand the Rams have the number one defense. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's in Lambeau, and it's either Goff or Wolford you're up against. Like, And so, so if they lose that game, when he is going to be the league MVP, when they're a touchdown favorite in Lambeau, it's going to be 25 degrees. I think that's a tough one for him. I think Brady and Breeze are both kind of free rolling. And I think Lamar and Josh Allen are somewhat free rolling because they both got their first playoff win last week. They both played really well last week, and they're young enough that I don't think anyone's going to kill the loser of that game. Yeah, I'd probably go Rodgers because I think we're looking at the bigger picture of what one more Super Bowl would mean. And Mahomes has time. Breeze and Brady, you know, they're kind of, if they win one, great, but they're emeritus right now. I I just think with Rodgers, all of a sudden you move up the ladder, I think, in people's minds when you add that second. Peyton got his second, but he didn't earn that second. This is one of those where Rodgers, then all of a sudden, you know, Favre's only got one. So I I would say Well, let me ask you this. Okay. If Rodgers wins it, if someone says... Aaron Rodgers is now unquestionably, this is so corny sports radio, but God, I love it. (laughs) Unquestionably quarterback Mount Rushmore that he's minted there. So Brady is locked in. I would argue Montana's locked in. And I would argue Peyton Manning's locked in. I'm not counting Red Grange and the guys who I don't know actually existed outside of Peter King's memory. Like I'm talking about like the last 50 years. Okay, That fourth spot's open. Does Rodgers slam that door shut if he gets it? What if Breeze gets his second? Well, that's the other thing. He could say, no, it's mine. I have the second most everything to Brady statistically, and now I have two rings. So because the thing for Rodgers and Breeze, it's not just they both only have one ring. They also only have one appearance. So Peyton, I understand the second ring, it was defense pushed, but he got the Broncos to the Super Bowl the year he threw 55 touchdowns. Right? Like that was all him getting there. Yeah. And he got a Saint or a Colts team to a Super Bowl where he was the driving force that when they didn't win it. So I feel like the it, it's what hurts Rodgers and Breeze isn't just the one ring, it's also the one appearance. You know this, Dan. I'm a LeBron James fan. So I think getting to the championship is a massive accomplishment that must be respected, not denigrated, even if you don't win it. And I brought up LeBron and I brought up, you know, when we get, uh, you know, three great talents together. I think Chris Bosh is as important with the Miami Heat success as LeBron and Wade are to this degree. He understood his role, and every single night he didn't cause any problems. I'll be a spot-up three. You want me to play defense, rebound, I'll do all those things. Kevin Love with what he did in Cleveland. He understood his role. That that third man in has a really difficult situation. Ray Allen with the Celtics did it. Yep, great point. Ray knew exactly what his role was there. And so – like with the here's the problem for the Nets. Let's just go through their big let's assume Kyrie comes back. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Durant can't be the third guy. He's the second best player in the whole league. He has to be the leading actor. Yep. Kyrie's the third best guy. But what his skill set is is not at all what the third best what your 
he he has no, his whole utility as a basketball player is scoring, is amazing ball handling, getting to the basket. He's not a great passer and he's a bad defender. So the only guy whose game is suited to it and the only guy who's ever done it is Harden. Harden, the only finals he ever made. He can't, he was the third best guy. He has led the league in assists. He can be a great distributor. Now, James Harden has claimed the only thing he cares about is winning a championship. Houston bent over backwards to do everything for him. He torched it on his way out in pursuit of a championship. If that's true, if all he cares about is a championship, then he is the guy that says, I'm going to go from being the greatest scorer of my generation and one of the greatest scorers ever to 22 points per game. I don't know that he's going to do that, but he's the only one who can do it. Like Kyrie can't do that or else he's just not like, I'm not trying to disrespect him, but his skill set is so specific to having the ball in his hands and scoring. Harden's the only guy who can do it. I don't know if he will. Even if he does, that team is going to be horrifyingly bad defensively. That team's, I don't think, going to be good enough, Dan. If Kyrie is being a good soldier and they didn't lose Dinwiddie, do the Nets need to make this deal? I don't think they needed to make it, but I do think that there is a fear of the Lakers that looms over the whole league. And I think it's like, okay, if we don't have a big three, our big two is not better than their big two. Like LeBron's better than everybody. And Anthony Davis is objectively far better than Kyrie. So even if we have depth, the Lakers added depth, the Lakers have cohesion. So instead they're going in on a third star. And it is, I do get it. LeBron's, the only teams that have beaten LeBron post-Mavs have had three or four Hall of Famers on them. So I understand the philosophy, but I just think that if you're going to have to get through Joel Embiid, Giannis, and then Anthony Davis and LeBron, having – do you know who the, back, the backup center for the Nets is? It's Jeff Green. Do you know the backup power forward for the Nets is? It's Jeff Green's identical twin brother, also named Jeff Green. And the starter is DeAndre Jordan. To have no front court – Rim protection to me is a big problem, and I just don't think – I get why they did it. I think it's a big risk, though. LeBron's got – there's a lot of upside for LeBron if he would happen to beat a team that had all three on it. You know, just how we would look at – well, he beat, you know, that that talented team. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, LeBron's first ring came against a team with three, you know, future league MVPs and Harden, Russ, and KD. His next ring came against a team with four future Hall of Famers and a two-time Finals MVP. And people were like, oh, Tim Duncan wasn't good that year. Tim Duncan was first-team All-NBA that year, and Tim, Tony Parker was second-team. And his third ring came against a 73-win team. And his fourth ring came against, you know, in the bubble and a pandemic with no home games. So, yeah, the fifth ring – Against this team, I mean, at this point, it's all like LeBron, much like Brady, competing with ghosts. The only, they're really competing with each other for the title of greatest team sport athlete ever because they both clearly announced themselves the greatest player in their respective sports. But, yeah, it'd be nice. But I wonder about this, Nick. You bring up Brady, and, and I see parallels with Brady and LeBron because they got there, and they did lose when they got there, whereas if Montana had six Super Bowl rings, just like – you know, Mike has six NBA titles and no losses. Would we have a different argument if Montana had six Super Bowls, no losses, as opposed to Brady with six Super Bowls and three losses? Yeah, I think we would, 
And I think that is an indictment on the collective intelligence of the country. <laughs> I don't understand it. I've never, ever understood this idea that, you know what, Michael Jordan getting bounced early and therefore keeping a pristine finals resume is better than LeBron James at 22 scoring 48 against Detroit, carrying a team there, and then losing. Like, his last year in Cleveland, Jeff Green, second mention for Jeff Green today, big day for him. <laughs> Jeff Green was the second best player on that Cavs team once Kevin Love went out. They made the finals. The idea that we use that against him, I've never understood, but a lot of people do. I, We wouldn't do it if it were the Olympics. Olympics, we don't say, well, one guy has four golds, and the other guy has four golds and two silvers. We're not like, well, those silver medals really hurt you. We're like, no, that's pretty good. That's that's impressive. We like silver medals. They're not as good as golds, but they're better than no medals. And I'm there with you. I, you know, the the fact that you get to play in a championship game, as opposed to not getting in a championship game, it just means you lost earlier. This is, it's not like you didn't lose. That's the part that drives me nuts. You did lose. People, the the stuff, and I'm not here to you know, bash Michael Jordan. He's definitely at least the third best basketball player ever. <laughs> but I, I, did they act like he played six years? He didn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he played six years. And by the way, they, they, they do this weird memory hole thing where an iconic moment is the double nickel in the garden. But that's a season I'm told didn't happen because he lost. They're like the Bulls never lost. They did. I watched it. They lost to a team that then lost in the finals. But okay, whatever. What do I know? You you went up a couple octaves there. I I think I Mariah Carey is pretty impressive when she does it. That was sort of a Mariah Carey ish going up a couple octaves there. Yeah, you're 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 kind of pressing my buttons here. Do you notice though something that's going on in the NBA, Dan? It's an odd little thing. There's a migration eastward. The king goes west, and all of a sudden Jimmy <laughs> Butler's like, "Oh, I want to make the finals." Guy, Miami's looking good. The, the Rockets play the Lakers in the. In the second round, and Russ is like, get me out of here, I'll go East. Harden's like, get me out of here, I'll go East. Everyone's like, uh, I'd like to make a finals before I retire. And the uh, Kawhi's the one guy who's like, I'm going West too. And it's like, okay, well, goodbye, see you later. So it, it's just very interesting. Everyone's hey, I'm with headed. you, though, but I'm with you on the LeBron bandwagon. I, I, I am. I, I'm with I you on it. You're smart. It's the only reason I come on the show. And you, you're starting to look a more, little bit more like Alan Rickman from uh, Die Hard. Alan Rick. Oh, Christ. is that the villain? Yeah. Hans Gruber. Yeah. I know. Okay. I don't know what to even to do with That's that. That's a compliment. How's that a compliment? Because he's a great actor, a handsome well, man, well dressed. great actor. That doesn't mean he's no. Okay. It's great actor. That's awesome. You're going to be, if you, if I were like, hey, Dan, you know who you're looking like? John Gazzali. You're not going to be, I'm not, I can't be like, hey, he won an Oscar. It's, it, did anyone ever call him a great looking man? Probably not. So that's not nice. Alan Rickman's a handsome guy. And he wasn't a terrorist. His his character was. Okay. I, yeah, why are you all fire? You're like sensitive here. What's going on? I'm not sensitive. I just thought. I, okay. You know, listen, who do you want me to say you look like? Who have you been told you look like? Oh, this, here we what go. A, what a bad guy you are. You know <laughs> the answer. Because you guys, your guys are going to put up the video. There's, all right. There's a soccer player named Frank Rebery, who people say I look like, but if you put up the picture of him, he has a facial scar from like a car accident. I don't even have a facial scar. And people are like, you look like him. I get that. I get early stage Tom Green. None of these things are true story. I'll tell you real quick, and I'm sure we're late. 
I was going to the bodega by my house to buy a black and mild and some guys were hanging out outside and I hear them talking. Like as I walk in, they're like, dude, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy from TV. And I'm like, oh, they watch the show. That's cool. <laughs> so I get my black and mild. I come out. I'm like, what's up, fellas? And they're like, do the thing. I'm like, the thing? They wanted me to do a Tom Green bit. They thought I was Tom Green. <laughs> at, least Thanks, they, at least they sort of recognized you. No, they didn't. They thought I was a funny looking different guy. <laughs> With a high pitched voice. Okay, right. now we're we're really off. I'm so late, I gotta go here. Okay. I'm up against a break. You know how this yes, works. Yeah, this I don't business. want to be here anymore. That's Nick Wright. Thank you, buddy. Good to talk uh, to you. Uh, Nick Wright, the co-host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1. We'll take a break here. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
you've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. See their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All righty, last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, this day in sports history. Uh, let's get to Richard in New Mexico, who's been holding for a while. Richard, thanks for holding. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, 62185 out of Oklahoma State. Um, on the cereal thing, Captain Crunch always makes the roof of my mouth raw. That's why I haven't had it in a decade. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. I was thinking the original manufactured super team was probably the 76-77 Philadelphia squad when they brought in Dr. J and Caldwell Jones and Henry Bibby. And, you know, they already had a good team. People forget how much of a superstar George McGinnis was. And uh, Doug Collins was a a 20-point-a-game scorer, and they – and Philadelphia looked great. They were a really fun team to watch with uh, Daryl Dawkins and Jelly Bean on there. And but then, and they people also forget they went up two zero in the finals and thought, okay, here it is. They bought their team. And by the way, I got to watch one of those games as a fourteen year old with then uh, future NFL head coach Lovey Smith. But um, yeah, you go back to that seventy uh, sixer team went up two zero on the Blazers and Bill Walton, and then they came back and won four straight. And they had a lot of talent on that team. World Be Free, Doug Collins, yeah, Daryl Dawkins, Dr. J, George McGinnis. They had a lot of talent. Maybe too much talent, believe it or not. Uh, Wes in Michigan. Hey, Wes, what's on your mind? Yeah, I just got something quick about Urban Meyer. Um, when he's assembling his staff, there's only one guy. I'm not sure if he can coach quarterbacks, but he's from the uh, Jacksonville area, and that is Tim Tebow. Oh, okay. So we're bringing in Tim Tebow. Going to help Urban Meyer down there. Yeah, Paul. Maybe like strength and conditioning coach. <laughs> uh, I don't know about it. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be uh, helping Trevor Lawrence. I wouldn't think, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe Urban wants to bring in to Team yes. Chaplin. Give yes. a famous halftime speech. Is it a good halftime speech? He could guy? do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. But isn't Tim Tebow still a Met? I actually don't. Is he still pursuing this I think so. dream? I, I, I think he has a minor league roster spot right now. Uh, Derek in Virginia. Hi, Derek. Hey, Derek, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, love the interview with uh, Sir Charles. Um, and just about the comment, uh, all comments on him about the size of Shaq. Uh, I only saw him one time in person at an LSU football game. I was in the second row in the end zone. And he was literally eye level with everybody in the row. He is just so massive and is Charles the funniest professional athlete that you can interview. Thanks for taking my call. All right. Thank you, Derek. 
Dan Patrick, shut the hell up. This uh, this day in sports history, Paulie, do Dan, we have time? I do, briefly. 1954, uh, Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio were married. It lasted only nine months. This day in uh, coincidental death history, the great actor Alan Rickman, who played Hans Gruber in Die Hard, passed away five years ago today in London. What Alan are the Rickman. odds of me saying to Nick Wright, you look like Alan Rickman? And we get to give him a tri- tribute. Great actor. Alan Rickman. That's even more offensive since he passed away five years ago, so he would be looking great these days, so he should be offended. Oh, wow. Hans too soon for Gruber. Shoot the glass. Todd, what did you learn on today's program? Charles Barkley says when Shaquille O'Neal gets on the scale, it says one at a time, please. <laughs> McLovin. Our last caller watched the 77 finals with Lovey Smith, just as we expected. Seton O'Connor. Charles Barkley, New Year's resolution guy. Didn't yeah. see that coming. Yeah. Paulie? The Chuck Wagon doesn't want to wear all, wear all black clothes anymore. What did I learn, Todd? That the Nets deal looks good on paper, but... They don't play games on paper. Exactly. A lot of protein bars out there, but none of them taste as good as Built Bar. 18 amazing flavors. Mint brownie, coconut almond, some of my favorites. Go to BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code DP for 20% off your purchase. A lot of fun today. Thanks for joining us. Your contributions... We'll talk to you tomorrow. Seton, Paulie, Fritzy, McLovin, yours truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, but wait, one more item. Discover the Discover credit card. And you'll discover that over 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards, take Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year and does so automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn, which is amazing. In fact, even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. So when it comes to Discover and that credit card, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
The utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz. With hundreds of customizable comfort settings inside the cabin, it's the EV that recharges you. The vehicle is all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus